0: welcome to this week's episode of dead america i'm ed waters your host and i would like to get personable with you a lot of people do not like to get personable on a podcast however that's what i started dead america for is to get personable with people to bring out stories that affect us all how do we feel and why do we feel that way Since I started Dead America, I've interviewed quite a few people, but I went off of what I originally intended Dead America to be. I want to get it back to where it needs to be. Why I started Dead America is to help people, help people through my own experiences And for you to understand who I am, I need to take you back. Back to February of 1966. I was born on a small Pacific Northwest coastal town called Tillamook in the state of Oregon. A lot of you might recognize Tillamook for its famous cheese i was born into a very poor family a family that struggled to get by but somehow did all right my early days were not easy in my life at the age of two i lost my oldest brother to a high-speed automobile chase with the police that very single incident changed my life and the ripples that that one incident caused defined a whole family i can tell you by that one defining moment the pain the hurt the sorrows the suffering and the ignorance started i can't imagine what my mother and father must have felt like when the news came in that my brother was thrown from a car and the car landed on top of him instantly dead his best friend jack riding with him he was thrown from the car cut in half by a barbed wire fence Police officers lost their lives that day, and two innocent young men, my brother being 16 years old, over a very minor misunderstanding. I looked into that event, I had some research done, and it's very sad how and why that happened. The story that comes out of the family does not necessarily line up or match up 100% with the facts. But through the hurt, the pain, sometimes we can embellish things. That's not always a good thing to do. So, there I am just a baby an infant two-year-old and i'm plunged into this family that had to bury the eldest son there's photographs of my brother's burial those photographs were sent to my mother anonymously in the mail out of hatred My mother, what she went through, losing her son, that was probably enough. But the wickedness of men had to go further and send hatred and hurt to an already grieving mother. That one still hurts me today. Why people... Would do something like that. My mother was trying her best to raise her children. And as we all know, children can be very unruly. I was number six out of eight children. My mother raised a big family. And over all of those years, I watched that woman take in strangers, feed them, house them, act like they were just part of the family. She would take in military soldiers that was on leave without family, bring them in and treat them just like a son. My father... He served in World War II, a veteran of foreign war. I remember in Clarkston, Washington, we used to hang out at the VFW Hall. It's a beautiful log cabin on a nice, beautiful piece of property. Sometimes I really miss those days. My father, World War II veteran... Didn't talk about his experience a lot. Could never understand what that man went through. And then he comes home. And he loses his eldest son. My father suffered from alcoholism. Me and my oldest brother found my father dead. With pills and blood running out of his mouth, out of his nose, bloated, stiff. I remember that day well. We're going to go through some of these stories in detail in later episodes. I want you to know who and what I am, why I think the way I think. I did not have it easy as a child the parties that went on in my household the anger the hostilities I remember my mother being so angry at my father during Thanksgiving one year she was baking pies and there was two mincemeat pies Just fresh out of the oven, my father staggered home drunk, and my mother released those hot pies on my father. I remember my mother hitting my father with a cast iron frying pan. My mother was a large woman, and she had a very violent temper. I witnessed quite a few terrible things. Both of my mother's sisters lived with us many times for a long time. One of my mother's sisters, she suffered from epilepsy. I witnessed some epileptic seizures that just scared the hell out of me. That tiny woman biting her tongue i remember one time sticking my fingers inside of her mouth to try to stop her from biting and boy that was not smart you don't do that but it scared me i wanted to try to help my mother and her sisters and <laughs> my mother's friends they used to party And I'm talking heavily. We had the bikers roll up in the front lawn many times. My mother and them would go out. It would smell like a French whorehouse. Perfume and primping and country music blaring. The children were left to fend for themselves quite often. (laughs) But yet we were taught very well how to fend for ourselves. All of these times, these rough times, I wouldn't change any of them because it made who I am today. Nine years old, I was thrust into drug abuse. My brother... One of my older brothers and my younger brother used to wake me up in the morning blowing this marijuana smoke into my face. I used to get so upset, I remember it. I don't want that. Stop. Well, I finally broke the peer pressure. At nine years old. Addicted. To marijuana. Nine years old that same year. Booze. Because of my aunt's husband. Bo. I remember it well. Every time he got a bottle of. Strawberry Hill. Boone's Farm. Strawberry wine. The moment you can get the cap off. You can start drinking it. Oh, I tried. I tried hard. (laughs) I finally did it. Alcohol, drugs. Had an old man down the street that used to make moonshine on his back porch. Old man Cooper. Used to give my brother quart mason jars of moonshine. I was chugging that stuff. I could out-drink most men by the time I was 13. Why I chose the route I did in life. It's odd. There was a lot of sexual dysfunction in my family. I witnessed so much. We're going to get into those stories. Because those stories really matter. And I think once we tear into... Those stories, we can understand more about who and what I am. But it is also going to help other people understand it's okay. I'm a survivor. I lived through all of that. I have relations with some of my family, some of them I don't. Sometimes we have to put things away in order to grow. I did all right in school up to the third grade. When I hit the fourth grade, I ran into that teacher, Mr. Stricker parkway elementary school well that man changed my life because he introduced me to blood guilt i paid for what my older siblings did and i didn't like it and i stood my ground to that teacher i did not have but one recess my whole fourth grade year Because that man did not like me. And I did not like him. I raised my hand because I had to use the bathroom. In the fourth grade. He wouldn't let me go. You can hold it. You wait. Put your hand down. Well, as a young man with a stubborn head... I stood up and peed on his floor right in the middle of the class and there were several times I just let it go in my pants just to make that man irritated. What that did to me is a whole nether ball of yarn that we're going to unravel. The guilt the embarrassment just because I had to prove a point there's many many times that not only myself but the whole classroom suffered because of my own ignorance and disobedience which stemmed From earlier lifestyle. When we start unraveling the mysteries that surround us and understanding who and what we are, we can really change. Diving into these old hurts, hatreds. This is what I want to do. I want to share my life so others might avoid all of this confrontation the abuse the hurt there's so much that i can tell you about life and there are things that i did right those little glimmers of hope those lights of inspiration they were vital to save who I was one of those guiding lights was an old lady that lived behind us her name was Anna Anna took the time To give love. Guidance. And understanding. Anytime I needed to get away. We could go over to Anna's. Play a game of Parcheesi. Help her bake some bread. Make some soap. Help her work in her garden. That old lady taught. Not only myself. But my siblings. So much. I have so many reasons to give back. And that lady right there. Is one of the main reasons. I am who I am today. She was a Christian woman. Went every Sunday. And she lived it in her life. She didn't just go Sunday. But she lived every day. As a Christian woman. She knew what kind of family we were. She saw the hurt. The misery. And she brought hope. Thank you Anna. I still love you dearly today. I had quite a few. Neighborhood. Ladies. That helped support a need that was lacking in my life a large family sometimes you get pushed aside and that alone can be very hurtful understand to change who you are you have to dive into where and what you were And my life growing up was just a swamp of garbage. Until I met my wife, my life was a twister, a tornado, a disaster, chaos. Sometimes you never know what you live through or why you lived through until many years later. I'm going to dive into these stories, let you know a little bit more about who and what I am, where I came from, why I think the way I think. I started podcasting to get rid of all the anger, the hurt, the bitterness, Now I look at podcasting as a way that we can heal each other. Not only with my stories, but with your stories too. I would like to start talking to people. If you would like to talk, go to deadamerica.website. Go to the Contact Us tab. And become a guest on our show. Let's talk. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I have a lot that I'm going to be bringing. To the table on Dead America. No more historical figures. This is about bringing people together. Uniting individuals. Understanding who and what we are. And everybody has a past. But it doesn't mean it has to make your future. Educate yourself. Learn to communicate and empathize with others. We can learn from each other. We can make this world a better place. I invite you to join us and join us right here next week as I explain a little more about who Ed Waters is. Thank you for joining us this week. Ed Waters out.